0: Kaiju FM, come find your niche. I pressed record, didn't press
1: the play, did I? It's a classic mistake to be made by all. Well, it's us. It's a classic mistake to be made by well, all. I reckon it happens at a professional level. To to be, fair, I reckon there's points I, where people finish a song and go, yeah, do you mind just doing that again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, why was it not any good? I,
0: I forgot to hit Right, record. I know full well that has happened in the studio when we've been there. Yeah. Uh, just, you know... I'll just, we'll just get one more take. That was good, but like, just take one more run at it. Yeah, and it's like, why? So I just don't I'm think it was. Shit. I just
1: don't think it was the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and if it was, let's hope it wasn't because I lost didn't record it. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Space Jam continuum. The show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. And I'm Carl
1: Noble. And we had a we had a Sylvester Heavy episode.
0: We did have a Sylvester week. Heavy
1: episode. There was two two of the um, bits we watched were Sylvester. We had the introduction of Granny.
0: Granny's in um, and,
1: and decided that she is under Tweety's control or evil is all sin. Do you th- do we think Granny has stopped working at Lockheed or just like she actually finally had some some well earned R and R. I, I don't know because the thing is like, if Tweety has got Granny under his control, or uh, then would he want her to stop working at Lockheed? No, I think because th- that's quite a powerful position to have a, uh, an acolyte, is it not? Yeah, but I think like even if Granny stopped working
0: at Lockheed, I don't think she's like severed all ties. No, it's like she's just not doing. She's just not on the. You know, presumably. Jet planes and missiles production line, possibly not. If she was working swing shifts before, then yeah. she's probably doing something like you know more project management.
1: Intent- well, eh. well, I'm thinking now she's doing something more. Project yeah, yeah. Management. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, so, so I think she's moved up the ranks. So at the time she was like full on grafter. Yeah. And now she's into sort of like now she's developing know, the you know she's like make, V or V eight rockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, <laughs> getting, she's getting ready for well the Cold it's getting, War probably
0: <laughs> she's probably uh, gearing up for the Cold War.
1: I, I, I was going to say the space race, but we already know they've done space, so for them there's well, no race. We there? say they've done
0: space, but like
1: how publicly,
0: like because the, the the doing of space. Well, was...
1: how, did, how how did Bugs get up there? That time? but it was
0: very military, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like it, I don't think it was a sort of who else went Because Bugs there? got up there in a rocket. Uh, there's the lion. The how lion did he get up there. Well, I, I can't remember how the lion got up there. I'm sure he got up with a rocket, him but I don't think it there. was I don't think it was military rocket. Was there one just lying about? Possibly. I don't know. The thing is like I think at some point we'll see uh, a space race more akin to what we Understand as the space understand race. Understand as yeah. the space race. But at this stage, like I think I think they're all gonna be experimental sort of not Area fifty one, but like, you know, some somewhere in the in the middle of the desert, yeah. some, some
1: you know, compound where they're developing these So things. Granny is potentially working for them. We just don't it's know, possible. that's the thing. Like, we don't know, like, but, like, we but we know Granny know did job. work
0: at Lockheed. Yeah. And now seems to have some spare time. Yeah. But, you know, maybe she's just like a major shareholder or something, yeah. who knows? Possibly. But she's hanging out with Tweety, and yeah. they both seem to be having plenty, plenty of fun tormenting Uh, Sylvester tormenting yeah I can't speak tormenting Sylvester uh, yeah I
1: mean the good thing is is we saw Sylvester directly after that Um, and and he's good buddies with Hector yeah I mean realistically if you look at the dates on that they were only you know like 14 days apart
0: well I mean but he was buddies with Hector but there was immediately a mouse uh, 2D mouse completely 2D mouse (laughs) that was insane it's 2D to them yeah not just 2D to us Uh, like even they would say he's made of paint yeah wow he's painted on but uh, yeah, so he was immediately involved, and we know Tweety, uh, you know, has a lot of uh, you know lackeys who are mice and yeah. rats and that kind of thing, small animals that live in the skirting. Yeah, that's really that's really the recruitment level level. For ce- I mean, for- I imagine for certain things. Yeah, we haven't seen any strong ties otherwise, though. No. So, like immediately, Tweety. Uh, presume- well, presumably Tweety didn't like the fact that Hector and Sylvester were chumming up. were chumming up, because that's a bit much, because like, previously Hector's always been the obstacle to Sylvester getting Tweety, not actively, like not yeah. on Tweety's side, just, just Sylvester accidentally pisses off Hector during the process. Yes, and yeah. now they seem to be chums, Because at the end, I don't think that was a successful mission because they were all just knocked, knocked out. out by yeah. a chandelier.
1: Yeah. So into that amount of head trauma, you're probably gonna forget the last ten, fifteen minutes. But... <laughs> yeah, well, and, and they're only seven or eight minutes. <laughs> exactly. Long, so you so. know they forgot all that. Yeah. Um
0: so yeah, we're we're jumping straight back in with some more Sylvester action. Uh the portal clearly identified Sylvester as important, but uh yeah. there's an interesting uh addition in this uh situation. Uh, it's Hippity Hopper, who's a kangaroo, who we always think is a grasshopper before we watch the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Turns it's a kangaroo. Out, yep. I'm going to remember this time. It's a kangaroo. It's a kangaroo. So Hippity Hopper's in there. Uh, Sylvester has had some, uh, like, in that really noir one, he's yeah. had some run-ins with Hippity Hopper before. Uh, <laughs> Sylvester's there again, obviously. Yeah. But Sylvester Jr. is the uh, addition here. So yeah. we've seen nothing of Sylvester Jr. before. Um,
1: or, or or like some a, a, sort of wife, uh, yeah, or sort of, you
0: know, spouse, or whatever. Yeah. Like, so uh, that will be interesting. So I think we should just uh, hippity hop right in. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, it's called Pop in Pop, uh, and it's a hippity Sylvester and Sylvester Junior number from October twenty eighth, nineteen fifty. Let's give it a looking at with our eyes. <laughs> Okay then, well, that, we've got Sylvester Jr. in.
1: We have got Sylvester Jr. And I
0: immediately alarmed by the appearance of Sylvester Jr. Is it for the red nose? It's the red nose, which you've already established means... He's drunk. ...that he's drunk.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, like, when your dad Sylvester and Sylvester's seen some things... And some stuff, like, uh, yeah. And also, they've got multiple lives to ruin. Yeah,
0: so, you know. I mean, yeah, you may as well Stop. just set him up early for trying to... Because do we think the um, the drink is one of the reasons for uh,
1: Sylvester's mental resilience to what he's seen? I mean, it very well could be because the thing is, like, like in this, it opens with um, a circus and there's the guy kind of telling you about all the attractions. Um, one of the attractions is Gracie, yeah, the kangaroo, the, the boxing, boxing kangaroo. kangaroo. Uh, so it goes into the tent, and it, this is obviously Gracie's dressing room. So she's in there, she puts her boxing gloves on, she zips open a pouch and pulls out um, Hippity Hopper. Uh, she goes off on the stage, and Hippity's like, cool, I'm going to bounce about. He picks up some boxing gloves, puts them on, and then just goes out into town. She's out and about. Um, he bounces through um, some concrete. So there's a guy there putting uh, putting new pavement down. Feeling annoyed with that. And he bounces through that. Uh, that annoys him. He ends up in a dress somehow. Bounces through the concrete again. Bounces through the concrete again. And then he ends up... Well, then we flash to a uh, backyard where Sylvester and Sylvester Jr. are.
0: It looks more like a uh, somewhere... Out the back of somewhere industrial, rather than necessarily a, a back a garden. Line. Yeah, because like there were barred windows at the back. That is true. Uh, and there was just crates and like a like a lot of scrap wood and like yeah. a furnace-looking thing.
1: But Sylvester is there, um regaling Sylvester Junior yeah. with a tale about when he took down a giant mouse. Yeah, well, now, which
0: we pre- got to presume we're talking about is some sort pre- of cult. Yeah, but also like with like the previous the previous in with Hippy Hopper.
1: I mean, I guess Or at least that's where he gets the inspiration. Like, obviously, it's not what happened. No. But, like... But, yeah, previous run-in. But this was obviously before Sylvester Jr. was born. Um, Yeah. But I think he's basically just... He's getting Sylvester Jr. ready for a life of fighting these eldritch cult mouse When do we think Sylvester Jr. was born? Because he can speak. He can speak. Like, properly. Well, I mean, with the same impediment that... Sylvester. Well, I yeah, but born. like, yeah. I mean, I mean, he wasn't born in the last couple of years, was he? I, d- I mean, I don't know. It depends how
0: quickly. Ah, uh, cat cat years, though. Yeah, it depends how quickly yeah. they kind of grow. Like, I was just thinking because, like, the the noir one where he'd seen Hippy Hopper before wasn't that long ago. No, but and, then I guess in he cat is... terms, it was about you know five to seven times as long ago.
1: Yeah, and also because he'd been born sentient, he probably built the talk quite quickly because we saw Tweety could talk. Yeah, I suppose you know, so. pretty much immediately. Yeah, I've always like presumed, and we've seen eggs hatching and the children coming out and immediately being at the talk. Yeah, that's true. So I guess if
0: you're born sentient, like you, like it's absolutely just from birth. Yeah, which raises a lot of questions. But like that, like we'll we'll have a think on those.
1: Yeah. So I, like, I mean, we, I don't think we have any sort of time frame as to like how old Sylvester Junior is, but he is quite young because he's really quite small. Um, but yeah. He's uh, Sylvester's telling them about this story, and Sylvester Jr. is like, Oh, that's really good. By the way, there's a giant mouse behind you, um, or at the back of you.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, we'll get to the specific way in which he discovers that that is true. Yeah. But Sylvester, you know, uh, starts uh, at the behest of his son... Uh, just demonstrating all his classic fighting moves yep. uh, on Hippity Hopper to n- really no avail. He just sort of gets pummeled for quite a long time. Yeah,
1: hippy is very slippy.
0: Yeah, he can't get him in a headlock, even no. though his head's massive compared yeah, to his huge. neck. It should be really yeah. easy. You just get... Yeah,
1: you just, just lock it off, <laughs> yeah. job done.
0: But uh, yeah, it, it goes on like that for a fair while. Um, the yeah. uh, some, The concrete... Uh, guy, he uh, hears them coming again, so he just, like, to to reduce his own stress, jumps around his own concrete. Yeah, messes Uh, it right up. Yeah, they bounce just past and don't go through it at all, and so he just grabs a bugle out of his toolbox and stands in the concrete (laughs) and plays the last
1: post and and just sinks into it. Sinks. Like, like, Like Terminator 2 when Arnie sinks into the molten metal. He doesn't give the old thumbs up, though, at the end. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, like, why did he... I mean, like, like you said, do you think he's seen everything now? Yeah, I think that that was it. Like he 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 put
0: something very specific on his list to try and cheat death. Yeah, like um,
1: uh, like like things not bouncing through my cement. Yeah, just after <laughs> it's I've like, done there it. there
0: you go. Stick that in your pipe and smoke uh, uh, it. The government, yeah. who presumably instigated this law, and then he he sees that
1: and he goes, "Oh shit." Do you reckon he was very specific when he wrote it down? He was like, uh, you know, I bet I, I, bet I never see um, a cat chasing a kangaroo wearing boxing gloves bouncing through my cement. I bet I never
0: see a cat chasing a kangaroo wearing boxing gloves. The kangaroo has jumped through my cement twice already today, yeah. <laughs> once wearing a dress. Uh, I, I like how and specific, I don't reckon that I'll see them running running past a third time without messing up my cement. Yeah.
1: like How specific do you think you're allowed to get? Or or is there just no rules, and you can allow to be really specific, but when it happens, it happens.
0: Yeah, I think there's some sort of cosmic force at play that just sort of...
1: Like, like Final Destination, right?
0: Yeah. It's just like, this is happening now. Yeah, sorry, so. sorry buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was very dutiful. He just grabs a bugle out of his toolbox. And presumably presumably uh, ex-military, because... Yeah. I guess I guess they just have to carry a bugle. If you're going to go, you go properly. Yeah. So I also think: Have we seen anybody uh, who we know is ex-military off themselves because they've seen everything? I don't think so. I don't
1: think we have. Uh, so because everyone we've seen off themselves has all been like kind of inconsequential characters, so we don't know their background. Yeah, although I was one, I was trying to work
0: out because for some reason I feel like we've seen Sylvester do it once, but he has a lot of lives. Yeah, although he doesn't have many left, surely. Uh, well, he must be at the halfway point. He must be. Yeah, we've seen him lose a lot of uh, several lives at least, and I presume he's lost a few more off camera. Yeah, in his, in he does his... have a
1: tendency to drag him back in though sometimes.
0: Yeah, sometimes we, we should probably try and get a firm count on that. Yeah, see how long Sylvester's got. Uh, in the end. Uh, Hippity Hopper is chased back to the circus. Uh, They lose him in the tent. uh, And then Sylvester Jr. is like, you know... Well done, Dad. Well done, Dad. And then Sylvester gets all high and mighty again. He's like, I wish there was one uh, that's four times as big with two heads and four arms. And then Gracie comes out with Hippity Hopper in the pouch. He'd be like, because I'd be like, oh, there's only room in this town for one of us. And uh, then he turns around and he sees hippie hopper in the power yeah. from gracie and he just goes bye he <laughs> <and> runs away <laughs> yeah. and sylvester jr at this point does go fair enough dad yeah like it's jude has got two heads and four arms i'm off too there's a there's a limit to sylvester jr's my dad's a policeman and he <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: exactly uh, my attitude. dad's bigger than your dad but. <laughs> like,
0: uh but yeah it was a strange one uh like I'd like to get to the bottom of the Sylvester-Hector relationship. Is Hector? Are are they living where they are, for a start, this industrial yard? Is the big box that's just, like, everything else seems to be in use, but there's just a big crate, is Hector maybe living in that? Mm, Possibly. Uh, Because I'm wondering if, uh, to avoid uh, the wrath of uh, Tweety and Granny, they've returned to having no fixed
1: abode. So they think they're on the lam? Yeah, I think they're on the lam. Yeah, I'm not sure, because I think until we see um, one with, like, Sylvester Jr., in with Hector. I think we're going to struggle to kind of know cuz yeah. I like is Sylvester Jr now just living with Sylvester all the time. Or was that like kind of the weekend. Well, I'm wondering if uh Sylvester's uh
0: companionship with Hector uh is both uh the reason that he feels comfortable enough to raise a child now. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, the it's just sort of, <coughs> um, like, Hector and Sylvester were kind of at odds before, and, you know, maybe maybe they've got something more important <laughs> to worry about now, which is Sylvester Jr. Yeah, possibly. Like, between the two of them. And they go, okay. So they're trying to, like, like, kind of core raise them. Yeah. <coughs> it's possible. Yeah. We, we oh, don't yeah. know until we see Hector again. Uh, I'd like to talk a bit about the honour system, because there's a bit you enjoyed, <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, so um, When Sylvester Jr. tells Sylvester that there Is a big mouse at the back of him uh, He's just Like Sylvester's like Yeah, alright then And uh, rather than turning around and looking He pulls out a mirror
0: Well, he's already it. felt
1: it He's felt backwards Yeah, and, he, and he, there's something there But he gets his mirror out, polishes it And just holds it up and looks behind him It's like he ain't wasting time turning around. He, he's going to just use the good old looking behind your mirror. And he sees obviously Hippity Hopper bouncing around. But he but, confuses him for a mouse, obviously. Yeah. But Hippity Hopper at that point hasn't, like,
0: no, he know, hasn't done anything. started doing anything to no. Sylvester. And I was thinking about it. And, like, there there are probably some exceptions. But a lot of the time, when someone in the Tooniverse is going to, like, hit someone with a mallet or something, yeah. they'll be like. Hey buddy! So they turn around and then they'll hit them with the mallet, and I just wonder. Like I, I, I feel like there's some sort of honor system where you, you don't hit someone from behind, and most tunes adhere to this. Yeah. Uh, you know they they gotta look their adversary in the eye before they conk them with the mallet.
1: Yeah, I mean that like that does seem fair because obviously we have a similar sort of like you know honor thing. Um in, in real like, life, like in our world. Where you know? It's like, oh, I can't hit them from behind. I can't shoot them from behind. I can't, can't kill hit them a guy while with they're glasses. Sleeping. Yeah, and that's another one that like don't hit a guy with glasses. I mean, I I'm sure. I don't they've... remember specifically hearing it yet, but I know in like kind of cartoons and stuff that definitely goes, oh, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses as they're putting on a pair of glasses. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think I think they
0: they do have a tendency to adhere to it. Yeah, I think so because like normally. Like unobserved, maybe people wouldn't. Uh, no, but, did, to did, it. but then I think that's why, as a sideline, I think it's why it happens in films a lot. Yeah, is because it, when it's the good guy, the good doing guy it, the good guy's got to, <laughs> yeah, bring to it. So they've just got to tap people on the shoulder before they punch them.
1: So, so do you think it's like it is in our world? It's just kind of a, um, it's an etiquette thing and not a law thing, or do you think in their world it's a law thing? I think.
0: So the way we sort of have it now, I think in their world it's elevated to the level of almost like samurai-esque. You know, right, okay. Like, honour. It's like, you, you do not do these things. Like, Interesting. I mean, like, because I don't think I've seen... I don't think I've seen anyone, like, get the drop on someone.
1: Like, no,
0: for the purpose of violence.
1: I mean, but the thing the is, is exception it, maybe it is Whitey very commonplace to, like saw the floor out from somebody or drop a piano on them when they're not looking like all the all of these things it's not like go here here comes the safe
0: yeah or maybe i don't know maybe in their code of honor like there's some semantic punching somebody there's some semantic loophole yeah which means like you know if i wasn't in contact with the thing like
1: you love something at someone yeah that's fine yeah yeah i think i think unless you unless it is your body coming into physical contact with their body yeah everything's fine.
0: Oh, and I think hitting someone with an implement, if you're still holding the implement, I think that's... Because, that, like, we've seen a lot yeah. of, of, you know, what's up, Doc? Smash. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right? Uh, let's keep an eye on it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think there's something going on there, and the, the, um, the designated having a look behind you mirror...
1: Uh, yeah, like, is, 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 is actually a very useful thing supportive. if you're used to getting hit. <laughs> well, yeah, if you? <laughs> which like,
0: Sylvester, by get, this
1: point, I get hit quite a lot. Is. Let's have this mirror. I ain't turning around for you. <laughs> well, we get Hippity Hopper again, almost we immediately. Do, yeah. uh,
0: this time paired with uh, Bugs. Uh, for apparently the only time. It's the only time Bugs and Hippity Hopper cross paths, apparently. Do, do,
1: do you reckon either reckon Bugs cross- meets his match or do you reckon Hippity meets his match? Well... I mean, I think briefly they cross for some reason. I have a feeling
0: they briefly cross paths in Space Jam. So I'm wondering if he has a run in with Hippity Hopper. Uh-huh, Hippity yeah. Hopper is just immediately on board and needs no it's... further work, and just turns <laughs> up when required. I mean, he can jump in 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 whatever 46 he years. He can
1: jump. He can jump. So... He can du- Hippy Hopper can dunk for sure. Yeah, exactly. So maybe he doesn't need any work. Exactly. Let's, let's get involved. Hippy Hoops Hopper.
0: <laughs> let's uh. Have a look, see. Uh we're watching Bushy Hair, it's Bugs Bunny and Hippity Hopper, uh from November eighteenth,
2: nineteen
0: fifty. Few interesting little nuggets
1: in there. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh Bugs is Bugs is just about bugs in around. Yeah. Uh,
1: like he uh, escape was he escaping? No, he's he, like on some he's, he, he, he bounces out of his um, out of his hole and he's bouncing through the park. And some guy some rocks onto him and goes, Oh, will you hold my balloons while I tie my shoe Yeah And he legs? floats off, and he does. So he gets them, floats off, but at that point, he's detached from the ground and he's just floating on the air. Yeah, He can't escape. Yeah, so he's, he's just, just floating, and floating and floating and floating. It eventually ends up. Like, over the ocean. He's pretty chill about it. Yeah, but I mean, it is bugs, like, you know. The
0: interesting thing, though, here, is that he checks his supply of carrots, which is like a roll-out pouch, which has room for maybe like four or five carrots in it. And he's got like half a carrot left. Yeah. And he goes, I'm nearly out of, my supply of carrots is nearly depleted. Something's got to happen soon. Yeah. And then he just waits.
1: Yeah, he ends up flying through a cloud and ends up, in a pouch carried by a stalk and we see Hippy Hopper on the balloons. So we assume that they've bashed into each other in traded places. Yeah, what I find interesting though is
0: like he seems to use that as a a timepiece of sorts. Yeah, so yeah. A gauging of is something entertaining gonna go down? I mean, I don't know if it's even something entertaining necessarily, more something relevant to his his quest. I don't know how he sets his uh <laughs> like supply of carrots. But he seems to just know when something he needs to do is going to happen, and no, and without you know, without further ado, really, like he has he has his last carrot. He goes, something's going to happen soon, and then he gets uh, swiped by a passing stork. Yeah, uh, and you
1: know, something's um, happening. I, He's I taken to Australia. I know because like, um, you know the question is who's filling up these carrots? Who's keeping end of the supply? That's the I big think question. no, I think I know. Okay, it's him. From the future, future bugs is filling up his carrot pouch because we already know that Bugs has
0: seen at least one like awful future <clears throat> yeah. when with the super mutants and he had to go back and stop this yeah. this magical carrot being made.
1: But have you have you seen?
0: Um, but we pre- I presume he has seen post Space Jam. If you don't play basketball against the aliens, yeah. right? And that's why he's.
1: Uh, did you ever watch the um, the program Misfits? Uh, I watched the first couple of seasons. Okay. So, so. Once so, the Irish guy left, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. Really so, I, I think you'll have probably seen this one where, um, the young kid that can turn invisible, he ends up becoming a superhero from the future. Yeah. And he's back and he's basically got loads of clocks set to very specific times, like countdowns. So, yeah. he knows when he has to go out and do a thing. But it's not a lot different to, like, uh, Hero in Heroes. Yeah. Uh,
0: or, um, five in the umbrella academy watch the umbrella academy if you haven't watched the umbrella academy it's great (laughs) i mean it's kind of not but it's just the right level it's it's just
1: like it's really dumb it's really good but (laughs) I, i i think what's happening here is i think bugs from the future is going back and setting in a certain amount of carrots as a basically a countdown timer for that bugs to go right something's going to happen At this point, I'm getting through carrots at this rate. Something's going to happen. So I think it's bugs filling up his own carrot pouch, but future bugs filling up past pouch. I quite like that
0: because a) it gives uh, like Space Jam timeline bugs, yeah, uh, a quantum leap ish. uh, Like I don't know what's going to happen or what I need to do. I just know it's something, and I'll know when it's done because my carrots will be refilled. Yeah, and it's time to just start milling about. It also explains away. The episodes where Bugs doesn't seem to be doing anything useful yeah. at all, because he like he just waits for stuff to happen to him. Yes, um, and he
1: uses his carrot pouch as some sort yeah. of timer.
0: So I reckon any time travel, space jam timeline, Bugs yeah. does is always because of a um, an event he's currently experiencing. He's like, I think the only way to deal with this is to use my
1: time travel pa-
0: yeah. time travel powers. But like, and he'll know carrot events that he has done and know not to meddle with those they still need to be in place yeah they're like creates like anchor points for the timeline
1: yeah uh the also gets rid of the need for an interventional deity
0: that's true (laughs) which is always a bonus yeah it's always a bonus (laughs) uh yeah the like i don't know i i I like it as a dynamic i because i also like the idea of this sort of jaded apocalypse bugs who has seen it all go to shit yeah Going back and sorting stuff out. It also God, I do not want that to happen. We previously thought Bugs had seen that crazy super mutant future. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't. Just future apocalypse Bugs has.
1: Yeah. And, and that's... Like, he's the one meddling. Or
0: a future apocalypse Bugs. Because obviously if he fixes an apocalypse... Yeah. He just cracks on and then it's just the next part. It's like Judgment Day. So the yeah. first thing they had to sort out was the terrifying Super Mutant future. Yeah. And then the next thing they need to sort out is Space Jam. Uh, because assume, that's yeah. why since that Super Mutant uh, future was sort of sorted out, we've seen more basketball reference. Yes. Because suddenly the priorities have shifted. Yeah. So there we go. Revelations. <laughs> it's been quite a
2: while. It's
0: been quite. quite a while before we since we sorted this out. Like you know, we've touched on like most of those little things before, but this is something. That's yeah, this, them all this is something quite solid. We haven't really talked about the rest of the episode. He lands in Australia. Yeah, yeah. there's not much goes on. there. So there's, there's
1: not like it, it's basically just trying to get um, hippity back to his mother. But it's not really that bugs as that. But they get hippity back happening. to his mother. Yeah,
0: we presume hippity came by Stork yes and then because that was the most cost effective way for him to travel because he's small yeah uh we were wondering how gracie got back to australia but that was uh turns out just put an outboard on your tail yeah and away you go and away you go so kangaroos float so bugs and hippity sail off in gracie's pouch now we know this is the only bugs running with hippity hopper and i'm pretty sure hippity hopper makes at least a sort of perfunctory appearance in Space Jam. Yeah. Like, even if it's just during the training bits in the background somewhere. Yeah. So I just reckon this is all Bugs needed to get Hippity Hopper on side, and, like, Hippity Hopper yeah. is destined to like, just like, be He, involved.
1: he, he got Hippy Hopper on board by putting an outboard on Gracie.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, done. <laughs> no not whammy. Let's move on. Uh, we decided we weren't watching Inky and Minor Bird this is just inky. We're not I don't think we're doing it. Yeah, it's no. just uh, I and no. It's we we, we it's will too skip. blackface centric yeah. and I'm not interested yeah. in it being involved in the tuniverse.
1: we we'll skip by it and we'll go straight to our lovely friend, Porky Pig. Yeah. We'd have hoped that by
0: nineteen fifty this sort of thing would have stopped. That's why we started in 938, yeah, because we couldn't bear the ones yeah, before that. Yeah. And even then we've been disappointed. On numerous regularly. occasions. But then I mean, you know, I wouldn't have thought it'd be sorted out. We're only in nineteen 19- 50 and, yeah. uh, you know, we know it's not fine. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not watching the inky one. Uh, so we're going to skip it. Uh, we're watching Dog Collared, uh, which is a Porky Pig number from December 2nd, 1950. Now, Dog Collared, I presume it's going to be, there's going to be a dog involved, but also obviously evokes some sort of priesthood. Is this how Porky's, mm, is this Porky's nah, new um, move to
1: power? Yeah, no, but the thing is, is we know that, Porky the Third had subdom relationships with dogs yeah. and dog collared Well, yeah, that's the other, that's the mm, other aspect. Yeah. But
0: I'm just, I'm just wondering if uh, we're going to see Porky's new rise to power with a sort of like religious bent. Let's, Let's have find- a look. Let's find out. <laughs> It will never cease to amaze me, like just how right we are about Porky the Third every turn. Yeah, or how racist. he can No, be. it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Like it started bad and it just got worse and worse.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's never got any better. But the thing is, is that does identify that this that this is Porky
0: the Third. Yeah, we haven't seen Porky the Fourth do anything like that. We we know Porky no. the Third got the job in the first place I'm by like, being we, we haven't seen a racist. Porky the th- Fourth in quite a while. Yeah, I was going to ask. I couldn't remember. I think what He's it was been because- offed. Well, that was definitely on the table, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: I'm worried about him. I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, the thing is, I wasn't really a big fan of him anyway, but I'm no, a but bigger it, fan uh, of him than I was of Porky the Third by the way. Well, end it's of it.
0: different reasons, right? Like, yeah. Like, for a long time, Porky he, the Third was our, you know. He was our good pink boy. He was boy. Our good pink boy. He was like a bit. He's a, you know, a bit. Rough iffy, around the edges. But ultimately, like, he, his heart was in the right place. It yeah. hasn't been for a long time, no. as the trouble. And so we sort of grew to like Porky the Fourth a bit more, just because he wasn't an just by actual default. villain.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But Porky the Third's back in the back in the spotlight. Um, so he's walking down the street. He sees a sign that says "Be kind to animals." Day, a yeah. uh, week, week. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're taking it to mean that animals is non sentient tunes because yes, he yeah. doesn't go. Oh, well, we're all animals. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, just like okay, no,
1: I'm just nice to people all the time. Uh, but yeah, he. he
0: basically comes across this big dog that he pets in yeah. the street and the dog immediately is like, oh, I love this this big fella. Yeah. And it's all over him. Porky, uninterested. Now, given Porky, Porky's history uh, with uh, liking to have a sort of submissive dog companion, yeah. uh, we can only conclude from this that he's only interested in a sentient dog that wants to be submissive, yes. not
1: a, an actual just pet. A, yeah, just a dog. Because this, this this dog comes on pretty strong as well. Like, yeah. He dives out and pins Porky against the wall and starts licking him all over. And Porky's like, nag it off me, you dumb mutt. Yeah.
0: But uh, basically, uh, it's the dog just trying to follow Porky and Porky trying to get away yeah. for an extended period of time. Um, before Porky puts on a series of increasingly racist disguises to yeah. escape, he gets back to his house, finds the dogs behind him in the same not okay Chinese disguise. He's got like yeah. a bin lid. On his head, yeah, and he's you know, he's, you know Holding doing, his doing eyes. the eyes, yeah. Uh, Porky runs in his house, shuts all the blinds, sits down, puts the telly on, finds out there's a five thousand dollar reward for this dog, yeah. So he takes the dog to this address. The dog hides and replaces himself with a toy dog,
1: yeah, expertly. The so Butler well.
0: opens the door and goes "Yes," <laughs> and uh, Porky says, "I found your dog," and the Butler says, "No, nah, that's not our dog. Our dog was a talking dog." Uh, shuts the door, Porky goes, Oh, well, if it's a talking dog, I would keep it for myself. And then the dog comes out from his hiding place and goes, Well, congratulations, Fatty, you've yeah. got yourself a dog. So, and it's interesting because like, it did just conclude our, our initial things like he's only interested in a sentient dog that wants yeah. to wants to be his submissive buddy. And then it's like, oh well if it were a talking dog, I would keep it for myself. Yeah. And it's like,
1: yeah, okay, it's Porky the third for sure. What I found interesting though is that the butler didn't point out that the toy dog looked anything like the dog he was looking for because yeah. it was it was like a black Scotty dog. Yeah, it's also if he hasn't recognised it's a toy and his identica- yeah. only it's identification only identification it
0: doesn't talk. It doesn't talk, but that also says to me that any time someone is not talking, he thinks they can't talk. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's, it's like. That 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 person can't talk. It's like no, they're not talking. There's a difference. There's a difference between not and can't. But yeah, it was just like, why is he identifying that? It's like, why wouldn't you point out the fact that it was a like a black Scotty dog on wheels rather than? Well, that's not our dog. It can't talk. Like, but the other thing
0: uh, that happens uh, once he's once he goes to find the dog to. to to take him to this address uh he passes another little dog yeah uh and he's like no not you moves on but it's exactly porky's type it is but we're assuming that that dog's not sentient because that dog didn't well you see that i I, I don't know because he did like put a proper get a proper mince on down the road
1: like yeah but but we've seen we've seen non-sentient creatures acting, in what sort of we trot. would what, the, the, that way that we would say, Oh, that's obviously sentient, but it's not, it's just that that's just that's the way just how animals work.
0: Yeah, it's possible. Uh, but my, my immediate conclusion wasn't that the dog wasn't sentient, my immediate conclusion was that the uh promise of five thousand dollars overrides Porky's desire. Uh, desire,
1: mm, yeah, no, I mean, because the, the, the thing is, we know we know Porky has a drive for money, like the, the last time we saw Porky the Third, he got himself. Well, not the last time, but we um, would got himself a radio station. Yeah, he wants some um, money, and he bought the radio station that uh, is ran actually by the agency. So yeah. we've still got to assume that he's still under the agency's um, kind of umbrella.
0: Yeah, but at that point, he did spend every penny he had. He <laughs> so seems to have a house now. We don't know if he had that before Maybe that's a the radio of station, a, a or if station that's owner. why he still needs to sort of get some money from somewhere is because, you know, he's, he's, he's well, set I mean, himself you know, up, but ultimately he's not minted. And surface-to-air missiles
1: aren't cheap. No. So Did he use his last one, though? I mean... Is it in big yellow storage? Ah, oh, could be in big yellow storage. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be costing him a pretty penny as well, because yeah. that ain't cheap. Yeah, we Especially don't know, not for storing missiles.
0: He's definitely got a drive for cash.
1: So he's clearly got something in the pipeline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, that, like if whether or not he's trying to start up uh, his own nation-state again... Uh, you know, that's an expensive, an expensive deal. But he might have other plans. He might be trying to buy, like, a plot of land on the moon, or, yeah. you know, maybe he's trying to buy underneath a volcano. Yeah, classic. One of the classics. Yeah. But he also, uh, uh, when he finds the dog, uh,
0: the dog's about to jump off a bridge, and yeah. he jumps off the bridge, and Porky yells, no, don't, and the dive is reversed, and the dog just goes back to the bridge. Now, that's some willpower. That's Do like, right? like,
1: you think that's his toon power, though? Because at first I was like, oh, maybe that's not his toon power. Or like, maybe he's just become sentient now. I mean, Porky's never really manifested much of a toon power no, at all. No, not Porky's. The dog's. Oh, Do you think see, I think that was the know. dog's toon power. I'm worried that... Paul- because because if that dog has the ability to guilt trip people into loving them, and that's his way of getting around it, I'm going to kill myself! Yeah, and so doesn't. it doesn't. Was it Porky's willpower to get the $5,000...
0: Or was it the dog's willpower to be with Porky?
1: See, I, like, I, I, th- I think it. From me, it definitely seemed to be uh, that it was the dog's power, not Porky's power. I mean, it's interesting because the ju- the dog jumped off the bridge because it. it could because But he the did dog go into like a dive. A yeah, but the dog right?
0: looked at Porky when he over- when, when he heard him shout. And oh, yeah. that's when it reversed. Oh, absolutely. But my question is like. I don't think he had any intention of offering himself,
1: because he went into, like, a, a, a dive. Oh, yeah, I think he was just going for a swim. Yeah. Like, he's like, ah, well, if Porky don't want me, I'll just go for a paddle about. And the
0: question, I guess, there is, is he genuinely, like, in love with Porky, or uh, does he have an ulterior motive? That we don't know. But, yeah. But, like,
1: is that I, okay? I mean, like, 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 possibly, like, you know, he's one of Porky's big fans, and maybe just wants to get close to him and knows that this is a way to do it. Maybe. He thought he was an inspirational leader. Yeah. Well, we d- we just don't really know. We just well, don't I mean, really we'll know. have to keep an eye on it. Known. The thing is, the dog ain't named in our list, so we've yeah, got I to assume we'll we're again. not going to see him again.
0: But then, what does Porky do? What does Porky do to them when we just don't see them again?
1: I, it doesn't what bear happens, thinking about. It doesn't bear thinking it about. Bear thinking. It's like what, knowing Porky the way we do. It doesn't it's like bear the contents
0: about. of that room earlier. That, that doesn't bear thinking about in the Sylvester oh, yeah. one. Yeah, the, Sylver, the Sylvester and Hippity one, where, a, where
1: Sylvester's th- trying to bang him into
0: this. He's trying to bang him into some sort of locked room, <coughs> and we don't yeah. know what's in there. We never see what's in there. He doesn't manage to get him into the room. No. But uh, what's in there? What's in that room? Well, it only had one lock, though. It did only have the one lock, which means it's probably not that bad. It's just a standard we had a, cupboard. A, a, extensive discussion about this yesterday, <laughs> which was how, how many locks... On a door before it's a suspicious door, and everybody said more than two. Yeah, li- apparently two is an acceptable amount of locks to have on a door. Well, because on your front door you might have two locks. I think in the end we concluded that inside a house <coughs> more than one is suspiciously locked, but on the outside of something more than two.
1: Yeah, especially if they are visibly like industrial locks. Yeah, like, 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 diff- like most most bathroom doors have locks, but they ah. There's another thing. If the lock's on the outside of the door, that makes a big difference. Yes, it definitely does. Because if the lock's on the inside, that's you locking yourself in. If the lock's on the outside, that's someone locking you in. <laughs> There's a big difference in that. Yeah, it's interesting. You you accept you sort of accept it on a front door. Yeah, but that's because it's on the inside, so you're locking yourself in. If there was locks, if you walked around a house from the street view and there was locks on the outside of the door. You need to see both sides of the door really don't You'd you You'd be like why is there locks on the outside of that cuz your front door you door. can lock
0: from the outside but, yeah, but it's not it's the... you can open it from the inside
1: Yeah the, the the lock is in the door not on the
0: outside of the door Yeah but then actually no cuz like I, I mean I mean not so much now I guess but like when I was a kid you definitely had your your latch type lock inside. which you can unlock from outside yeah. but inside you could just open and you had like a a mortise lock, uh, a mortise lock. And that, so is, it one, is that that's one? Uh, yeah, that's one fine lock. One potentially. Uh, I know, but the, but the
1: thing is, is like, like like both of those can be operated from the inside. Whereas just, yes. like, where just like whereas just like an iron battering, on the yeah, an iron battering with a padlock or something like that, that can only be opened from the outside, and that's you locking someone in. Shall we make some pictures of various doors? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get people to uh, the vote whether or not it's a good or bad door. <laughs> good
0: door or bad door. Good, good door or bad door. It's good like, door, you door. know, we'll, we'll highlight whether it's an interior door and we'll put some locks on it. Yeah. And we'll see how people feel about it.
1: Oh, right. and is that is that a sinister door or is that a good safe door? So this week we're going to be playing a game <laughs> of
0: good door or bad door. Yeah. We'll make, we'll make, yeah, we'll make, we'll make, well, I guess six images of doors. Yeah. Then, and we can have a look afterwards okay okay then we can find out once and for all if it's just our friends who think two yeah. is the two is the hard limit and any more than that or if it's a bit more nuanced than that we'll okay. do a, you know we've got to do a quiz yeah Let's do a little bit of a quiz on the twitter there <laughs> okay yeah, I'm yeah. In. yeah we've got to find these things out because they were because that was definitely a sinister door but it only had one lock but it was an outside lock you're right so there's more to it there's more to it than yeah. the two plus rule
1: yeah, I mean, because the, like, the thing is, that could have easily just been a shed. Yeah, but but it was in a brick building. Yeah, that's interesting because you have
0: that kind of lock on a shed all the yeah, time. So, all, all, all the time. But it
1: could it could be sinister.
0: Yeah. Oh, very happily, it could yeah. be sinister. But you don't go and oh, something up with that shed. Couldn't open that from the inside. No. Why are sheds built so you could lock people in them? What, what's wrong? What's
1: wrong with other types well, of well, lock on well, a shed? Be, yeah, but the thing is, you don't lock yourself in to a
0: shed. <laughs> No, but you could lock someone into a shed.
1: Oh yeah, you could. But what I'm saying is, like, like the reason they don't have like doors that can like be locked from the inside is because you don't get into a shed and lock it. It has no need to be locked from the inside. Yeah, but it and was- most sheds are made of wood anyway, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter what bloody lock you put on it. You just well, kick, it you just Kick a panel in. <laughs> just kick a panel in. This what? has been lock chat.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, So uh, that's about all we've got time for uh, this week. Uh, We'll catch you all next week. If you like the podcast, uh, please uh, leave us a review if you listen on iTunes. Uh, Otherwise, just
1: spread the word. We're also on Spotify.
0: We're on Spotify now.
1: Yeah. So when did this happen? It's a thing. Like, like, like we're actually on Spotify. So you can find us on Spotify. There is no rating mechanism on Spotify that I know of, but we are available on Spotify as our, you know, like. Do we get any money from that? I mean, I know, like, for Spotify.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know, because well, well, I get money when people listen to my music on no, Spotify. Don't show off. Not a lot. No. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I would go so far as to <laughs> no, say it's comically low, but it is money. <laughs> like, do we get that? Let's ask. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll ask the head of the network. Yeah. Well, Anyway, that's that's interesting. That's that's news to me. Well, yeah. we listen on Spotify because then we like gets look, like, oh, You've got listens on Spotify. Yeah. That's good for us. We might get 0.00003 <laughs> pence a quarter. Woohoo! So So, uh, yeah. Help us out that <laughs> way. Right. But spread the word. If you like it, uh, if you like the show, then people yeah. you like will probably also like the show. Unless yeah. you don't like anyone, in which case, you know, they're probably not that compatible with you. Maybe shop around for yeah. friends.
1: Shop around for better friends, um, yeah. you know. Or maybe we could start up some sort of like space jam continuum dating website where you can meet people it'd be a uh, bit. like-minded people I and mean, then i don't think i don't think that many people listen to it i
0: don't think it'd be quite a closed yep quite a closed group yeah i know but you know oh well small things big ideas <laughs> yeah that's what they say but no one says that
1: <laughs> should, should we listen to this nice song
0: we found yeah well, so uh bugs was singing this in the uh bugs and hippity hopper episode uh it's called while i was strolling through the park one day Uh, and this is the version by the sportsman who did it for a 1941 uh disney cartoon with mickey and minnie mouse so uh we'll see you all next week enjoy the song (laughs) Bye. while strolling through the park one
2: day in the merry month of may He was taken by surprise by a pair of roguish eyes. In the moment, his poor heart was stole away. A smile was all she gave to him. Of course, they were as happy as could be. He immediately raised his hand, and finally she remarked... Oh, thank you. They never will forget that lovely afternoon He met her at the fountain in the park